Alright, well, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Star Spangled Sportscast. We're happy to have you back. Uh, we've been taking off some time over the Christmas New Year break, and we're back with our uh, National Championship episode for 2022. Um, we all also want to welcome back Jamie from Fan Bubble Sports to give his insights into the bowl season and uh, the upcoming National Championship game. Hey, hey. Hey, um, yeah, long time no uh, speak, Jamie. Um, things have been getting in the way as usual, so man, I can't, I can't talk. I haven't done the Just Jamie B show for a while, so <laughs> I think I've done one episode in the last two months. So yeah, it's supposed to be twice a week. <laughs> but you're right, man. It's this time of year. Everything yep. happens. Family happens. COVID's like ruining everything. So yeah. You know. At least college football, at least the championship game's going ahead. That's all that matters. That's exactly, all exactly. Well, getting into that, um, yeah, some of the, uh, let's start off with some of the lowlights this year. Um, for the bowl season, like the likes of your Hawaii's, UCLA, Boise State, Miami, Texas A&M, Boston College and Virginia all out due to uh, COVID protocols. So not yeah. enough players being able to play. Um, really? You know, for a team like Boston College, great season, and to miss out on the bowl was kind of that would really frustrate them. Oh, hundred percent! Like those kids work hard all year to be able yep. to show their skills, especially the seniors that are that are now draft eligible, or even the juniors that are draft eligible that want to drop out of the university system and make that jump to the NFL. Make some of them, money. some of them might not have enough tape, um, yeah, to be able to do so because of that bowl game. Like that bowl game might give you another five ten minutes of tape that goes to a recruiter. Yeah, let's take yep. him or let's not take him. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, for me. Like I see, you see a lot of. I saw Texas A and M, uh, Boston College. They put up posts about thank you to their seniors, and it's like it sucks because you go through such a good season and you think I've got one more game especially those guys that aren't going to go off to play pro like this will be the last time they play football Yeah, it like sucks that something that's out of your hands has cost you a chance to play one last game with your friends and you know you're right put 5-10 minutes of tape that could be the difference between you going in the first second third or seventh round or not going at all like guys that might have had a rough year that are on the fringe of being drafted this could have been their chance to say hey look I am still this good and go out and prove it and you know they just don't get that chance and it's Nothing to do with them, nothing to do with their team. It's just COVID gets in the way, as it does with everything. And, you know, it, it's kind of sad. Like, I would hate to, you know, not be able to play my last game of football with my friends because of something that, not an injury, not suspension, fucking COVID. Like, yeah, like something that's just yeah. out of your control. It's Yeah. It, it just gets, it's sad for him. At the end of the yeah. day, he's sad. Um, even though some some of those seniors could come back as a graduate um, player the next season, a lot of them have a tendency not to because they go, right, we've got to go to work now. We've got to get a job. Yeah. Football's over. Yeah. Um, a lot of them have wives already. Like It's it's not like Australia where people don't get married until their 30s. These guys have high school sweethearts that they're married. Some of them might have kids already. Like They need to start getting out and making real money. And Yeah, they get paid now with the NIL rules, but... It's you know, yeah. it's a short term thing. They've got to look at a long term future, and you know, if they have their degree, it's time to put that that to work. Yeah. So another one of the uh, the lowlights this year were uh, unfortunately uh, in that semi final game, Alabama and Cincinnati. Cincinnati didn't put up uh, two good numbers, and Alabama just walked straight all over, like walked all over them. They, they, was... they did better than Michigan. <laughs> and Michigan's a power five team. Exactly, but, but you but Michigan yeah. were going look. The way that I see it, I don't know. I don't know why. I know Georgia stuffed up in the championship game, but Alabama should not have been ranked number one. No, um, the season it worth even one. No, um, basically, it would, for me, it was you. You lose a first half against Auburn. Auburn gave is basically yep. given Georgia the playbook for next week for Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Um, you run the ball down their throat. Yep. Couple of passes here and there, and if Georgia's defense show up, it's game on. That will be a game to yep. watch. Um, 
Another low light for myself would be Oklahoma beating Oregon. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 all, it's always Oklahoma, so I don't... It's them. Um, not much to say about that, but... Um, some Weird seasons for them. Yeah, exactly. Spencer Rattler was terrible all year. <laughs> Caleb Williams played good, and yep. now he's going. Like... Like, it's just the weirdest thing. <laughs> the coach is now gone to USC, which I think it's a good move, but you're at a top four program and now you're going to USC where you have to do stuff to build it. I don't know. I, yeah, well, he know. had to do that when he went, when he first showed up at Oklahoma as well. Like, Yeah, I just, you know, USC, in Oklahoma you have fans. USC you just don't. Like, they just, they'll come when they start winning. Yeah. But at the moment, they're not there. Like, you have to build that from scratch. I don't know. It's well, just a weird thing. Fans in California are like fans in Sydney. They're uh, fickle when their teams are up. They'll show. Yeah. When their teams yeah. are down, they won't. 100%. 100%. <laughs> if we're losing, I ain't interested. Exactly. Um, some of the highlights uh, from the year. Um, unfortunately, I have to say this. UCF beating Florida. That was a good one. That won me some yeah. money. We kind of suck this year, so um, yeah, we're not going to be better next year. We got a new coach that I'm not impressed with, so yeah, um, exactly. So um, next one for me would is that we get to see a replay of the SEC championship game. Yeah, twice in, like twice in one year, Alabama Georgia, and as if they didn't set it up with the rankings. Oh, like there was no they way had they were to gonna make it so like you, Alabama played Georgia in. There was they weren't going to be two and three. They had no. to be one and two because exactly. there's no way they were letting them play each other and knock each other out in the first round. First round. This is set up by the the NCAA. Oh look, it, it's all about money at the end of the day, and the TV yep. coverage. Um, ESPN pay and Di- like ESPN and Disney pay a lot for those rights. Yep. Then and not- they have the SEC rights. So. And yeah, so well, ESPN's got basically all the rights to certain games other than um, Fox and CBS in the US. So they pay a lot of money, especially when, like you said, they've got the SEC channel, they've got the ACC channel, Big Ten. Big Ten. um, Like all of those uh, networks and that that the universities put put together are now owned by ESPN and they're paying a lot of money. So they want their bang for their buck. It's, it's a win-win for them. An SEC Championship Part 2 in yep. the playoff is... That's a win for college. Georgia's been the best team all year, by far. And Alabama is probably the best of the last 10 years. So it's a it's a good championship game. Would have been nice to see Michigan in there. I'm a Barstool sports fan. <laughs> Dave Portnoy is a massive Michigan guy. Yep. To see him get all this hope as his team makes the playoff and then get absolutely rolled by Georgia would have been nice. But It would have been nice. It would have been nice to see like a Cincinnati-Michigan Man, final. That would have Since been very getting through. Would have been good. That would have been interesting. Um, again, I still think Michigan, even in that sort of game, would have been way too strong for Cincinnati. But Cincinnati, yeah. great season, but what thirteen and one. At, you'd be looking at a Cincinnati team that just beat Alabama. I would think anything's possible at that stage. <laughs> exactly. Like, like they beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame. Yep. They did everything they had to do for the rest of the season. They, I think they beat Auburn in Auburn as well. Yep. So. They had a great year, just Alabama, Nick Saban. When you give him a month to plan for someone, they don't tend to lose. So. You've only got to give him a couple of days and he'll he'll definitely plan for anything. Um, yeah. All right, so let's get on to that third point there of uh, the uh, the highlights there. Spencer Rattler didn't play at all. Uh, yep. Sooked out. Um, he's yeah. now gone to South Carolina. Um, yeah, I did like moved. the post that him and the, uh, the Gamecocks coach uh, did put up and say, uh, let's suck together um, <laughs> because honestly I don't think he's going to do too much um, in the SEC um, it's too Not strong of a South conference Carolina. for him yeah like South Carolina is a really good team like they always stick it to Clemson but they're in the SEC like you, you, you're you already fifth sixth best team in the in the whole SEC that's, when you come that's to South if Carolina. you're lucky like, like... yeah that's exactly like, well you got Texas and Oklahoma probably going to be there next year as well so that pushes them even further down, so... Uh, that one's not happening next year. It'll probably be the year after. Oh, really? It's not? I, I was sure it was going to happen next no, year. No, I think we're all sure that it was going to happen next year, but from what I've been told, um, due to uh, TV rights with ESPN and uh, Fox Sports as well, um, with the Longhorn Network, their contract doesn't run out to the end of next year. Ah, so it's holding them. So they're holding them to that, plus the Big 12 channel in the US. Um, 
and the likes of Cincinnati and oh, who was the Houston? other team? Was it Houston? I think it's Houston. Or um, UCF? No. Um, one of the other, both. No, the, UCF was going to go to the Pac-12, I think. Yeah. Some yeah, for, because of the money. Again, it's all coming yeah. down to money now. Um, yeah, so that's not happening next year. It's probably going to happen more likely the year after. Um, plus, colleges also have their games uh, sorted for the next... Yeah, the schedules are already done. So yeah, so they didn't... that was what I thought would be the big roadblock for it to happen. Was these guys have their schedules like seven years in advance? Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the um, the payout figure in that that Texas and Oklahoma, I think, have paid the Big Twelve uh, also to get out before. Um, yeah, it's just honestly uh, just one of those things where I think it's good in a way. It's to me, it's going to be the death of the Big 12, unfortunately. Um, the way that I see it is I don't think any Texas or Oklahoma team should be playing in the SEC. Um, because when you look at it, at the end of the day, they're going to have to do a realignment. And that realignment is going to mess Georgia up at the end of the day. Because if you take a look at the furthest most Western team, it's yeah, Alabama. Georgia. Yeah, it's Alabama. I, you know, to and see Georgia and Alabama in the West wouldn't be a bad thing. Like they're gonna it might make Kirby Smart good. They're gonna jump. Alabama's gonna jump ship to. I think it's. I think it's to the east, and um, yeah, like the most Western team now is what Texas A and M at uh, College Station. There, really you got two more teams coming into. You got two more teams coming into the West. So two teams from yeah. the West are gonna have to jump over to the East on that realignment as well. So. Just uh, Alabama and Auburn, which makes the East even stronger, because then you you know you got Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Auburn. It's a solid East now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it also makes it impossible for teams like Florida to and, ever and dream CBS, of going to a playoff. CBS actually would be rubbing their hands together. Oh, absolutely. Going, oh, we've got majority of Georgia's games, majority of Alabama games. Yep. On our schedule. Thank you very much for the money <laughs> they, get, they now get Oklahoma Texas and Texas versus Texas A&M yeah like every year like ESPN's gonna be cheering yeah you know, that's the SEC network right there that's something that people have wanted for years non-Texas fans have wanted for years yeah like and now you're gonna get it every season like the last college game that I went to in the US was that college station game in 2011 Thanksgiving Day like that was the last time that I knew I was gonna get have the opportunity to see Texas play A&M for ages. Well, now it's, it's going to be year in, year out. It's going to be rivalry week. <laughs> it's going to be back to the old days. I love it. I love it. Guys, I love it for that reason and that reason only. You um, guys are going to have to schedule uh, Oklahoma at another date because rivalry round is now going to be you versus A&M. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here for I can't freaking wait, man. Yeah. Oh, same here. Um, all right. So, um, and South Carolina beat North Carolina. That one was a bit of an upset there. Man, that was a bit of a highlight of for me, actually. Got some money back on that, too. <laughs> at, at the start of the year, I had such high hopes for North Carolina with their quarterback. I thought, he's going to be a Heisman winner. He's going to be unbelievable. He was still good. Mm. But the rest of that team, man, was just terrible. Like, I don't know what happened at North Carolina. Like, they were just... Six and six record. You still get yourself yeah. in a bowl game. Yeah, bowl. But Look. Man, I had them on the verge of possibly making the playoff if they could put it together. I thought if they could beat Clemson in the ACC... They'd be the ACC's rep in the the playoff. Yeah, exactly. And Clemson were garbage, but so were North Carolina. Yeah, like only one of those things lined up. But so. um, yeah, it's just a shame that North Carolina and Mac Brown now, like yeah. Mac Brown being the next Texas coach, yeah. I've always got a soft spot for him. Um, He's struggling big time there. So look, the guy's getting on. I think he should uh, start looking at a uh, possible retirement. But at the end of the day, it's um up to him and up to those uh, schools to uh, figure out how he's going to go out and I'd like to see him go out a winner if if Sam Howell goes to the draft this year I would have gotten out before as soon as I knew because you're going to have to start again with a new quarterback it's going to be hard better off just retiring And but you know it's silly season's over now if he retires who the hell are they going to bring in all the good coaches are gone exactly so but what the do. one thing Mac Brown's really really good at and he proved this at Texas in multiple seasons 
especially that 2005 season um, with Vince Young there. Yeah, I was going to say was a, Vince Young up. He, he fixed that kid up like there was no tomorrow. He was on the yeah. verge of getting booted out of the school at one Possibly point. Possibly the best college quarterback to go through. Joe Burrow yeah. put his hand up recently, but, I mean, Vince Young was incredible. But what Mac did with um, Texas and what he's, what he's doing with North Carolina there, I, next year I would hope that North Carolina do pull their finger out. Um, yeah. Oblique injuries or COVID protocols or whatever. Um, I just hope he uh, gets there and gets it done for them. Um, it's been a while since the uh, Tar Heels have had uh, some really good success. And um, at the end of the day, they want, they're, they're another team I've got a little bit of a soft spot for. Yeah, Unlike I'm, Oklahoma, you know, which the soft spot's my asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, I listen to Unnecessary Roughness, and there's a girl on that show, um, they call her Katie Stats, Katie Pondicio, and she's a UNC um, alum, and she talks about him, and I like her a lot. She's really cool, so I have a soft spot for UNC. And plus, how can you hate the baby blue? Exactly. Like that, They're good in basketball. They look amazing. Michael Jordan went there. Yeah. Their football team, they, they have some sort of history, not championship-winning history, but they can be good, and... I just Googled it, Sam, how he intends to elect for the draft. So they're going to be starting again with a new quarterback. Yeah. So he was, he fan, was always going to go to the draft. Yeah. Like, this oh, was he should have. He, 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 he had everything ahead of him. Like, but, but Bryce Young just fucking, what a season. Yeah. It's, what Bryce Young has done with Alabama this season is just absolutely mental. Almost as good as what Mac Jones did with Alabama last year. Yeah. Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, too bad. Too bad we're just on what Did we uh, actually make the playoffs? We did. We guaranteed it last week with that Woo-hoo. one over the Jags. So. And if we win this week and the Bills and the Titans lose, we'll top the AFC. So. Ooh, let's do that. Good chance of it going through Foxborough again for the Super Bowl. But I'm, I, just to be in the playoffs is all that matters yep. for me. That's exactly. All, all right. Now, um, getting on to some news, Caleb Williams has entered the transfer transfer portal, but he has stated that he's willing to stay at uh, Oklahoma if necessary. Yeah, what are I your thoughts know. on that? Like, I don't, I don't know if he's going to stay now because um, Oklahoma went and got Dylan Gabriel from UCF. So I think he probably made a mistake by saying that because he was the you know yeah. QB1 going into next season, just the way he played in the back end and the fact that he said, oh, I'm going to go in the portal, and then they bring in Gabriel. I'm like, okay, if you come back, there's no guarantee you're going to be QB1. I think he will leave now. I don't know where he'll go. Could that be a play for him to go to somewhere like, I don't know, like a Michigan State or somewhere, somewhere where they've got some deep pockets. They can pay the NIL money as we've uh, NIL money, yeah. uh, spoken about. A lot of... I'd be looking at SEC for sure. I mean, maybe Alabama's an option because you don't know what they're going to do with quarterback. Bryce Young could elect for the draft, I think. He'll probably yeah. elect for the draft after next season. I don't think he'll do it this season. Yeah, um, he might not be eligible, actually. But no, I, he's I mean, not. If I was him, I would have gone this year. But, you know, Florida could use a quarterback. Hutchinson looks like he could be good. But at the end of the day, it's hard to understand what happened with Mullen. He started... Emery Jones when we probably should have been starting Hutchinson pretty early and that's kind of fucked this and I don't know which one's good so he could come to Florida Florida State's an option as well yep. there's big NIL money there yep. Miami. Miami new coach down there good chance to go to Miami and you'll get NIL money but yeah if you want the NIL money you're sticking in the SEC alright well that, that leads on to our next bit of news Ed. like Dylan Gabriel to OU <laughs> there you go there we go like how for him to be honest so I think Oklahoma's going to be too much of a pressure cooker for him, to be honest. I just think his offensive coordinator from when he was good at UCF is there. He gets away from um, Gus Malzahn, who just had a horrible year at UCF. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. I don't think Oklahoma are going to be anywhere near as good under a new coach um, than they would have been under Lincoln Riley. But hey, that's the exciting thing about this time of year is everyone, it's all about hope. It's all speculation. Oklahoma fans, yeah. It's all they, speculation they until now. you get down to that spring, those spring games uh, yep. in camp. Um, look, that's and when you, match one. Yeah. Day I mean, one. Week one pretty much ended it for Clemson this year. You know, they lost to Georgia in a really tough game, but that was basically season over after one game. That's yeah, that, the best part about college football. <laughs> that hurt him and that hurt him really, really bad. Oh, yeah. Um, they finished nine and three, so they didn't... I always sit here and think that they had a garbage season, but they finished nine and three. Like that's not terrible. Yeah, but their their three losses came against teams that. Oh yeah, they shouldn't have lost. They to. shouldn't have lost to. I think like, Pitt was one of them. Didn't Pitt beat them? Yeah, Pitt beat them. Pitt beat them. But they did win the ACC. So, yeah, so <laughs> look, 
It is what it's it is. It's just good to see Clemson clip their wings. You know, they lose the greatest quarterback for a long time. Well, one of the greatest in Trevor Lawrence. DJ Uyunglele just couldn't do it. The nerves obviously got to him. And I mean, a hard first game. You go up against Georgia with a historic defense. Like, yeah. what the hell is he supposed to do? But, oh, you know, I don't just, know. He just wasn't the guy this year. No. There's an option for Caleb Williams. Yeah, Clemson. Exactly. Diego Sweeney. Yeah. Historic. NIL money. Auburn. Auburn, maybe. As well. I think Auburn's a great landing spot for him. Because Vonix is going. Vonix has gone to Oregon. He went to Oregon. Yep. So he's gone. He's... God, I love the transfer portal. Oh. It's like the transfer market in football. It's, wor- it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. Worse. It's worse because like kids these days can just go. Oh, I'm not happy with. True. This you coach. think you've got a good one, and then he's gone. And then five so... minutes later, he's, oh, I don't like this coach. I'm going I do, on I do love. I do love coaches whinging about players leaving when they can sign a seven-year deal, get all promises to all these kids that they're going to be <laughs> there for their whole time, and it's like, oh, what? A oh, better team wants me? Oh, yeah. Laters. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, I'm going to be offered $20 million from USC just to uh, show up in California. <laughs> and I get to fly a plane. Like, laters, Oklahoma. <laughs> I loved one of their players after he signed over at USC, said... um we've got something really special here or something. And then one of the players quoted it and he said, he said that to us last week. I'm like, oh man, just throw it. They were not happy that he left, man. No, not at all. Um, yeah, so again, Lincoln Riley to uh, USC. Now, back in the day, 2000s to 2000, the early 2000s, USC, bit of a powerhouse uh, yep. in college football there. So um, until 2005, where uh, Vince Young... Got screwed on the uh, the old the old Heisman and broke all of their hearts. Um, yeah, then fucking who is it? Where they, they give it to that Reggie bloke, Reggie Bush? Yeah, um, what a joke. Yeah, that was an absolute joke. But that's what lit that fire up and made that national championship game yeah. what it was <laughs> it, at yeah. the end of the day. Um, I've actually got that on DVD, so I might rewatch that so one a, today. As a Texas fan, you're like, hey, he got screwed, but hey, we won a national championship. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Lincoln Riley to USC. Can he bring USC back to the powerhouse um, that they once were? I don't know. Hey, like, I think he can. He's already made some good moves. He's made some good transfer portal moves. He's gonna recruit well. I mean, all the good quarterbacks seem to come out of um, California these days. So all he has to do is be able to convince them to stay. And he's been a quarterback factory recently. Baker Mayfield, uh, Jalen Hurts, yep. player Alabama. But like, they come through him. So. Yeah, he can, but it's going to be still boring watching them on TV. And they play so late. Like, when you look at college football, yeah. that, those games are prime time for us. Yeah. They're like 3 o'clock kickoffs over here. So for anywhere States, between, it's any, like 1 in the morning. Anywhere between, like, a midday, like, for a kickoff for a Pac-12 game is, what, midday through till 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon if they're yeah, playing like, in Hawaii. Like, which, for East Coast over there, is like 1 in the morning. and it's one, just, two, Or even the mid, it's like 11 o'clock at night, and yeah. people just don't stay up. So he's going to somewhere where there's obviously history. USC story, like if you think of college football, you think of USC. You know? Yeah, you do. OJ Simpson, I think he was in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, Stafford. I don't know about OJ, but yeah, Reggie Bush. But like yeah. Stafford, there you go. They have a huge history of being successful, and it hasn't happened for the last 15 years. It, well, they need it, someone it, like it, him. it really has shut the likes of uh, Snoop Dogg and that up, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Um. <laughs> Ed, Ed Orgeron coached at um, USC, didn't he? Uh, no, he was Old Miss. He was Old Miss before he went to LSU. Old Miss, that's right, yeah. But there's but there's been good coaches. I actually thought uh, Heath Franklin, the um, no, Heath or James Franklin, the guy from Penn State. I thought he was going to get the job. I thought he was more suited, but. Man, they went crazy getting Lincoln Riley. And yeah. I hope he can do it because UFC's... When the Pac-12 is good, college football is better because there's better games that go into the late at night. Yeah, like, it's fun. Oregon it's... being good's good, but, you know, USC, UCLA being good, they're yeah. the teams that make the Pac-12 relevant. Oregon's good, but they're so far up. It's it's, it's not a college town. It's a Portland Timbers town. Yeah, um, it is. It's... Yeah, it's just... I hope he does good things. I think Caleb Williams will probably end up going there. Look, where, Although they did secure where a Oregon, really good... Where Oregon job. is, it's basically a Nike town. So yeah. if you're not working yeah. for Nike, you're, you're nowhere. Anyway, so. That's it. That's that's the only reason Oregon's relevant is you got Nike money. So, yeah. And I think their coach also just left recently. So Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'll have to look that up for the uh, the next uh, broadcast there. He went somewhere weird. That's all I remember. But, um, I remember hearing where he went. I'm like, okay, that's odd. Why would you do that? 
Not Miami. He went to Miami. Yeah. So, um, speaking of um, college football playoffs, expansion. Should it happen? Should it not? How many teams do you think we should go to? Personally, myself, I'm thinking a 16 final series. I'm like six or eight. People are saying 12. 12 is so many friggin' teams, man. It doesn't make it challenging. It means a two-loss team could make the playoffs. Like... Well, two lost teams did make the playoffs. Who? In Michigan. They weren't two lost, were they? Didn't they only lose to uh, Michigan State? I thought they were two lost, but... I think they're two lost now, but I thought they only lost to Michigan State, which was shocking in its own right. But um, I think six is good. You give the one and two teams the playoff by, the first round by. And if you have eight teams, it's quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. And it yeah. makes it interesting. Or you, know, like, you, you could run up how Major League Baseball runs their um, their playoff schedule. Have five, six playoff against each other as a wild card. Yeah, to play off. Yeah, to get a chance to get in. Yeah, that could... Uh, you you go one. If you if you go number one, you get that, that week off. You get that bye week. Yeah, you're straight into a semifinal. You're game. straight into a semifinal yeah. game. Um, five six is a wild card. Five six is a wild three, card. Four, just sit there waiting. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you'd say winner five six plays two, three yeah. and four play each other, and then yeah, yeah, like twelve is way too many. Um, way too many. Like, I, I, for the amount for the amount of bowl games that you have in between the mid December to mid January. Like it's great for us because we get to watch fucking college football every day. But, every fucking day. <laughs> um, but to me, I think there's a too many bowl games, too much money. Um, when you get to five six as a wild card, are you going to get the fans to come? Yeah, and like it just it, what's great about college football is one loss can cost you a season. If a lot of other teams go undefeated, one loss can really screw you. Yeah. Six and eight opens up for a group of five team to always make it in there. Like if if Oklahoma State um, had beaten uh, Baylor in the Big Twelve championship, yep. Oklahoma State would have been in there. Cincinnati would have come fifth or sixth. Yeah. But with six teams, you get that group of five teams still in there. Eight teams, you probably get maybe two. If Houston or SMU could have had a better season. Yeah. Twelve, man, it could be four group of five teams and like two lost teams getting in there it just doesn't make it fun it means so what you're saying Clemson could have almost made so it so what you're saying is the group of five teams have each of their champions go through so that power five group each of their champions go through and then the best of yep. the rest yeah so you got yeah your, your power five conferences all of their t- the top teams go get in uh, I don't want to say that because you know Pac-12 you can often see a three lost Pac-12 championship winner and I, I, I still like the idea that you try to keep the losses column as your priority like undefeated is mm. important one loss is even more important two losses you're getting shaky three but, you, you know, shouldn't a, be there honestly three you should yeah you should you're not you didn't have a good year but no. you know a 12 team conference Clemson almost make it yeah so that's the crazy thing about that I think I, I like the whole group of five idea because I think it makes them stronger like Cincinnati's going to be a lot better next year because of the money they would have got from that playoff appearance. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you want to see more teams like that, like a Houston. Houston's been really good for a long time now. SMU's been really good. UCF, national champions. champions yep. <laughs> when they were robbed after they beat Auburn in a bowl game. Um, you know, you're going to have teams that have good runs like that, make the playoffs. And it's interesting. You know, eight teams, you got three games to win a championship. Anything can happen in those three games. I thought Georgia were unbeatable going into that SEC championship game and they got up 10-0 and Alabama just beat the crap out of them. Oh, they shit the bed. So, All they did was shit yeah, the bed. 18, 12 teams, it's more exciting, but it's just, you know, you're going to have weaker teams there in that 11 and 10 mark. You just... And that's Georgia, that. But that's Georgia for you as well. Like, um, they'll get to a substantial lead or what we think could be a substantial lead and then third, fourth quarter, they go, oh, yeah, fuck. We've actually got to play now because they're coming back. We've <laughs> let them in again. And then by that stage, it's too late. Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically um, getting on to that national championship game, I do think um, if Georgia play their game and they, they execute it well against Alabama... I think it's still going to be a tight one. It might even be an overtime uh, game, Ooh, that nice. one. Um, 
Which I don't really like this year because their overtone rules is terrible. No, I, look, I don't like the new rules. No, I don't. I don't either. But it is what it is, and that's how they're doing it. But um, I, I think it's going to be tight. But I think it's going to be. It'll be a seven. It'll be a one score game. That'll be a one score yeah. game. I think. And I, I think it's going to hit the under as well. I thought the SEC championship game forty one twenty one. Hit the overs easily. This yeah. one, I think Georgia's going to have their defense on. I think Bama's going to have their defense on. I think it's going to be a real tight game, real close. Probably a field goal decides it too. It'll be a last, you know, thirty second field goal for yeah. whatever team gets it. But it's going to be close, and I love it. I, I know people like a scoring, like just give me touchdowns. I love a tight struggle. Yeah, I love a fucking physical beat them up, three and out, fist punt. Yeah, go for it on fourth down inside your own fifty because you need to get something like. Yeah, that's what I like. I'm seeing, like you know? that last game of the season for the national championship. I'm looking for a fist fight, and I'll bring I'll bring up the 2005 <laughs> uh, game again. Like Texas USC, that was a fist fight. Neither team was given an inch. Like both were up for it, and I, I think that's how it's going to go on Tuesday. On Tuesday, Australian time. I'm so glad I'm starting late so I get to watch it. Oh, I've got the day off. <laughs> oh, nice. I've got the oh, day man, off. I would have caught in sick, to be honest. <laughs> we got no the day off on that one. one. So that's a, uh, tw- just to uh, let our uh, fans know that is going to be a midday kickoff here in Sydney. Um, ESPN will be showing that. Um, unfortunately, Katy Perry is going to ruin the halftime show. Um, that's when you get some more drinks. Yep. Uh, that's when uh, Patty restocks the bar and um, <laughs> the half liters of Heineken and the uh, JD starts flowing um, just so I can drown out that noise. Um, <laughs> well, I, got, I got some betting odds if you want them for this game. Yeah, let's have a look at the betting odds and um, have a chat about that, actually, because it's... As, as a degenerate gambler my size, oh, well, I am. Um, aren't we all you know? these days? <laughs> so Georgia are $1.68 favourites. Yep. Bama two twenty, so it's pretty close. The line's two and a half. Um, the over under, which I was talking about, is fifty one and a half points. So I am going to smash that under because I don't reckon there's going to be thirty nah. points scored in this game. Nah. This is a 17-13 sort of game right yeah, now. Yeah, 21-14 sort of deal. Yeah, fifty one and a half points is too much. Like, yeah, I'm smashing that that that. And the over is the one that's gone popular. So that line might move in the next couple of days. But yeah. Georgia's the favourites, rightfully so. They've been the better team all year. Robbed for number one spot. Like Alabama struggled to beat Florida, struggled to beat Auburn, struggled to beat Tennessee. Yeah. You know, whereas Georgia beat the shit out of all of those teams. Yeah. So like, they I don't just understand went. how that one thank loss. You, thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. It's just the like... closest game they had was the first one against Clemson, and it's Clemson. Yeah. Like they have a good defense. It's hard to score against them, but the rest of the year they just went. No, you, you're not even close. No, don't even, don't bother showing up. Yeah, I had hope against. Georgia with Florida. I thought, hey, if we can, you know, throw the ball, they they might not be able to stop us throwing it, and we just got the crap beaten out of us, like forty-one-seven or something like that. So yeah, you know, that was that was a bad day because I was watching that and I was actually messaging you, going, "You need to turn this yeah. off." <laughs> and you're like, "No, I'm not turning had, it off." <laughs> you know, since that goddamn idiot threw that shoe in last year's game, um, we have I think we've won like three games, and at that point we oh, like, we had like one loss. So, that, so, so that's the curse. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the curse of the shoe. The curse of the shoe, not the curse of the Bambino. The curse of the, the shoe. It's yeah, just he like, makes the tackle, then throws the guy's boot halfway down the field, cops a penalty, and we lose the game. That moment has cost Florida the next like three years. It's actually we didn't like even get a good coach. It was actually like the Cubs when they were um, making a run for the playoffs um, a few years ago, when that guy just stuck his arm out so he could get the ball, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's the curse. I thought we, you know, we almost beat Bama this year. If we beat Bama, Dan Mullen is still the Florida coach. Yeah. I don't care what the rest of the year does. If he beats Bama, and we could have, we went for a two-point conversion to tie the game. Failed miserably. Um, but it is what it is. It is. You go for things like that. You have a chance to beat Bama, you take it. We just, a terrible play call. Yeah, exactly. But hey, let's see what we've got with this Mike guy or whatever his name is. I think he's going to be garbage, but you know. So many better coaches we could have gone for. Nah, well, it's Florida. It's a good job. It's a good People job. Want to coach at Florida? Always sunny down there in Florida. Yep. Um, Great weather. Gainesville's a little humid, but you know, yep. it's still good. Is what it is. Bring though. Urban Meyer back. <laughs> I bet you, I was waiting for you to say that. I really was. Yeah, he's 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 unemployed. He's unemployed. <laughs> bring, bring him back. back. Don't let I Ohio State he, get I him. I think you can uh, bring him back for the right amount of money. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, health problems, my ass. <laughs> 
20 million, 30 million. Two Come seasons. Make Florida relevant again, Irvin. Come on. You did it before with Tebow, Aaron Hernandez. Come on. Yeah, I want exactly. those teams back. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, top five season highlights uh, for the year. I'm going to say that Army Navy game. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't get to watch Navy, it. Navy, baby. I didn't get to watch it live, um, which was sad because I had to actually uh, go to a thing called it's the work. the first time we've won in like five years. <laughs> like... Exactly. It's like the first time in a long time that we've uh, beat uh, Army. Again, it, yeah. Joe Navy beat Army always. Um, always. Yeah. Um, look, that, that game always uh, tugs at the heartstrings for myself yep. being ex-Navy here in Australia. Um, Same. I was in the Navy. And, and as yeah. one commentator once said, it's the only game in the country where everyone on the field would die for everyone in the stands or watching at home. Exactly. And it's true. And every time they say it, the hairs on my arm stick. Oh, look, I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. As someone who was in the Navy, only briefly, but I was in the Navy, it's always going to be Navy beat Army. Exactly. And we actually did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just hoping next year uh, Navy can uh, pull some more wins together, hopefully get that Commander-in-Chief trophy and uh, beat both Air Force and Army. Yes. Hey, looking good. Beat Nate, beat Army this year. Yep. We're on a we're on a move. So. Yep. So we just need to get that win against Air Force, and yeah. uh, which isn't hard. Which is you know, they're the worst of the three. Um, yeah. Well, guess but... what? They un- Air Force. We all know they only freaking go by the stars in the hotel room, not anything yeah. else. Um, <laughs> if there's not a, a cappuccino machine or free Wi-Fi, they will have the shits. Yeah. Um, now. Another highlight uh, announcement of the NIL. These kids finally yep. being able to get paid for their likeness about fucking time. Yeah. Um, um, I know the off- offensive line at one college, I think it might have been Wisconsin, all getting $50,000 for the season. Yeah. That's awesome because a lot of those guys aren't going to go off and play NFL, but they're putting their bodies on the line. Like They, they could get long-term injuries. Exactly. It's just good to see. I, I just hope with those NIL those NIL contracts that these kids are negotiating that they do not just the money that they get the um, the medical as well um, just in case if they do get injuries and that because look those injuries are not for one or two years those injuries could be for life and um, look if those kids aren't negotiating for the cost of medical treatment on top of the cash that they're getting. I know they all want to buy their mum as a house and all that sort of stuff, but um, when reality sets in and they're looking 20, 30 years down the track and they're hobbling around and that, they need that medical money. Yeah. It just helps them just, just a little bit. And, you know, the big guys, you know, the quarterbacks and the big running backs and wide receivers, they're now making big money as well. Like, I think... Bryce Young made over a million dollars. No, CJ Stroud, sorry, made over a million dollars before he touched a ball at um, Ohio State. Yeah. So. And he proved that he was good, but, you know, there's there's another backup quarterback there that I think went into the draft. He made over a million dollars and didn't even play a down. Yeah, and now exactly. he's gone. Yeah. So he took a million dollars and just went, yeah, later, I'm out of here. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, li- I like it. I mean, yeah, what they do, well, they should be able to be, at least for their likeness, like if their image is just using an ad, they should be able to be paid. Like, exactly. Don't pay him a weekly wage. That's kind of... That's the tough one for me, but hey, endorsements, player jersey sales, they should be yep. getting a cut of that type of shit. So. But to me, I would be saying yes, seeing, seeing what I went through when I was doing my bit over there, um, look, it's hard to survive. You can't yeah. always get to the places to eat and that on time. Yep. You miss out, you miss a meal. You want to be able to go hey, at least I can afford to buy myself a fucking pizza or something at the end of the day. So, to me, like, yeah, a weekly sort of wage is good. Um, But to me, it's mostly about that, getting that medical and just making sure that they aren't stupid with the money. Yeah. um, Now, um, another another, uh, highlight of the year, seeing Oklahoma bomb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, rough season for them. Love seeing, love seeing Spencer Rattlebaum every day of the week. Like, but I got, I got to say, man, for what he was in QB One, the TV show, when he got benched that first time, and the crowd were like chanting for the the, the new guy to come in, 
he handled that really well, which was shocking to me. I thought he'd be arrogant and bagging the fans, but he was just like, hey, you know, I'm just here to play football. You know, I can't that's, the attitude, that's the attitude he should have had when he got taken out, when he got taken out and Caleb Williams got put in. That should have been his wake-up call of, holy fuck, I'm having a fucking bad season. Yeah. I need to sort of figure this out, but hey, go to South Carolina and watch it get worse. And I, watch your draft stock slip. Look, a little part of me, now that he's not playing for Oklahoma... <laughs> um, wishes him well like I, I know yeah. but I know during that Red River rivalry where he banned me from his Twitter page <laughs> yeah you got blocked from I got him, blocked yeah. from his uh, Twitter page um, he just to me he just can't handle criticism it might not be that he can't handle it he just tries to stay away from it he um, didn't get a lot of it in high school yeah like he, if you watch QB1 he sort of floated through he was a he pretty boy superstar everyone wanted to be him college yeah college is different man like you can't just walk in I mean look at the other guy in that show I can't remember uh, Hartman who's playing at Wake Forest look at how he handled college uh, high school into college it's exactly yeah. the same and he had a great year with Wake Forest granted it's Wake Forest they're never going to be there in the playoff competition but I think they only lost I think two games. I think they, lost they actually two made a bowl game this year, Wake Forest. So yeah, that, that's and he a had a great year him. himself. So that's a great season for him. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing him hit the transfer portal and go somewhere where he can do good things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, um, he, he seems to like Wake Forest. So yeah, well, Wake Forest. A good recruit is Wake Forest. That's they the third are. quarterback in QB one that's gone to Wake Forest. Exactly. So, so he's the only one who's done anything. But so it just depends what they're offering him as well. So. Yeah. Um, again, seeing multiple competitive games during the bowl season was always good. Yep. Um, a lot of opt-outs, but still, you know, look, a lot COVID, of tight games. COVID I mean, and all that sort of stuff. Um, a lot of the opt-outs happened while I had days off work. Fucking COVID. Um, yeah, the Barstool Arizona Bowl got cancelled, which I was... That was the only one I really was looking forward to the most, was yeah. that bowl in Florida's, and that got cancelled, and I'm like, oh, well, this, this sucks. The first time Barstool got to host a bowl game, <laughs> and that gets cancelled, because I think... Was Central Michigan against someone else, and the other team pulled out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, well, sad one. Um, okay, so um, and the other highlight, just seeing crowds back in the stands. Like, yes, marching bands at mar- the best. Crowds yeah. jump around at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, enter Sandman Man, at Virginia Tech. Tech. It's just good. I lo- that's the best thing about college is the tradition. You know, sweet yeah. um, country roads at West Virginia. Like yeah. seeing fans back in that type of traditions coming back. The first time it happened at Wisconsin, jump around fourth quarter, was amazing. Uh, the crowds at Bedlam was fantastic. The crowds at the shootout, rivalry, whatever you want to call it, yeah. was fantastic. It's... Crowds, College football crowds is something else. I can't yeah. wait to go over there and see a game, but yeah, I'm so glad they're back. Yeah. Probably never going to happen with COVID. We'll just be banned from international travel. But, <laughs> you know, well, It was awesome. Well, if I was, if I was in America at that point in time, my favourite game, um, as far as uh, cost-wise, would have been that $2 game that we found. Um, Vandy versus... <laughs> versus Connecticut but it was a high scoring game it was a so high scoring game tickets on the halfway line for two bucks two bucks so, halfway line <laughs> wouldn't have been about and Tennessee man in Tennessee you got the nightlife there so no no it's actually yeah. Nashville that one um, yeah Nashville Tennessee but no yeah well, it's, it's, Nashville it's, like it's its own country it's not part of Tennessee it's it's yeah, own country. country music capital of the world. It's not Tamworth, and it, it's a great nightlife. I'm a country music fan, so it would have been heaven for me. Football for two bucks, plenty of money to spend on beers after. So. Exactly, exactly. All right, so um, all right, we've touched on it earlier. What do we got as far as our Wait, predictions? I have one on? highlight. Yep, what I have we one got? season highlight. It's the one that sticks out. It's from A and M beating Alabama. It was the video of the kicker's family watching him kick the goal oh, to yes. beat Alabama. And his girlfriend just jumping. That's like an eight-foot drop from that stadium to the floor. So she jumped a long way. His mum not being able to watch. His dad, like, t- like that was that was awesome seeing that. Like, and that just getting the replayed every that. ad on ESPN. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That but was... it's, it's, that's, what, that's what college football's yeah. about. Like, that kicker might never play in the NFL, but he just fucking beat M- Alabama with his foot. foot. Yeah. Like, like and that, it's, a, it's Alabama. That, <laughs> that kid's going to be a hero Yep, he'll never buy a drink in College Station again. No, he won't. <laughs> he, I'd be moving there if I was him. And his family's from anywhere else. I'm moving to College Station permanently. And the thing is, people in College Station will remember that for the rest of their days. Oh yeah, just it's like a they, cult. Re- they remember just, that type of stuff. Just like they remember when Dicker sunk him at College yeah. Station, and yeah, that guy's not allowed back in College Station ever yeah. again. 
But uh, yeah, that kicker, I can't remember his name, but he needs to marry that girl because she was fit and <laughs> never leave College Station. Just buy a house there. Someone will buy it for him because yeah. he just beat Bama. But yeah, buy it. I thought that was the moment Bama went out of the playoff. Yeah, exactly. Well. That's what made me even more happy. I'm like, oh my God, they just got beat. I thought, oh, Miss is going to beat him next week. Alabama's gone. Yeah. But they still did it and they still made it. Oh, well. All right, yeah, so is what it is. we've touched on the uh, the national championship game. Uh, that is Tuesday, 12 p.m. on ESPN. So if you've got KO, whatever, jump on if you're not working. Yep. Um, go to a bar. Go to a bar. Actually, yeah. speaking of bars, I've actually found a really, really good bar um, when I went and watched the semifinals. We started, made nice, started off at uh, Cheers there. On George Street for the first game because it's the early opener. The pub. Yep. Um, or the never closer. <laughs> yeah, the never closer. <laughs> um, but um, we went down to uh, the, the old King Street Brew House, which is now called uh, Sporting Globe. Um, real, really good bar. They opened up early for us to let us go in and um, get the start of the second game. And, um, yeah, really, really nice bar. Wings are on point. Nice. Do they have hot dogs? Um, no, they... Damn it. don't think they have... We didn't, I didn't really look at the menu because it was a public holiday menu. Um, ah, yep, so... Really, really short, so... Um, as far as price points go on their wings and that, 24 wings for about 31 bucks. You're down on the Barangaroo side, so you are going to pay a little bit more. But uh, yeah. again, um, what I would say is if you're going there to watch any form sport, get in there early. Um, it does, no, it actually does uh, pack out. We got there just before 12, just before opening. Once it opened at 12 o'clock, anywhere between 12 and 1, it's. Uh, flooded. But um, again, one of those really nice uh, sports bars that we have quite a few of um they didn't ask for a shameless say. they didn't ask for a shameless plug or anything so i thought i'd give them one for nothing um hopefully they say if, may be able to sponsor us <laughs> hey that'd be nice if we make that the place where we go watch all our american sports like super bowls college championship games you know nba games well they've actually got a stuff. pretty good deal on four super bowl now it's a vip package for 200 bucks four hours of unlimited drinks um <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 200 bucks? Yeah. Oh, that's a four-hour game. That's a four-hour game, man. <laughs> so you would be like, boom, boom, boom. Um, I would easily spend 50 bucks on drinks in an hour. Oh, easily. easily. Um, if you sign up for one of their um, memberships, you do get $10 points as well. So instead of paying $13, $14 for a pint, you're paying yeah, 10 pint. down at um, down in the city, which actually pretty good prices for the city. Um, yeah, plenty of oath it is. Yeah, so the prices for the Shire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I would highly recommend uh, going down there. Um, if you, I was just going to say, like, we should go there for uh, the national championship. But I have a, I start at Waterfall on that Tuesday, so uh, I was like, I'll oh, just go there, and not drink, and then go to work straight after the game. Okay. But uh, I start till seven p.m. at Waterfall. Uh, so there's no point going yucky, that far. yucky. So um, yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been uh, good to get the uh, national championship game. But we'll think about it for Super Bowl when the Patriots are there again. <laughs> Two hundred bucks, I'll pay that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I might do the Super Bowl at home this year, or or around somewhere. I don't know yet. Um, I'm going to hit up a good friend, Matt Bonden, and he's going to tell me where I go. I think it's another friend of ours has a is a manager at a bar that does big Super Bowl things. So I think we might right. be heading there in the Shire somewhere, but All right, well. no idea where, but he's told me something about it. We used to do Sharkies. We used to go to the Sharkies, Sharkies League yeah. Sub for Super Bowl, but um, we don't do that anymore. We go somewhere else. So. Fair enough. But I, I am off for it. I plan my annual leave around it every year. Straight <laughs> into after Super Bowl, just before my birthday, I'm off. It's, oh, it's the best. Lovely. All Haven't right. missed a Super Bowl. Haven't worked or gone to school in a Super Bowl since I was like 11. So... <laughs> Sickies and jigging school and just, uh, <laughs> school holidays good, and yeah, whatnot. good good planning on um, annual leave for the rest of it since I've been a proper adult. Although you're never really a proper adult. <laughs> nah, you never are. <laughs> All right, so let's just give it a um, before we do head off for uh, today. Um, national championship predictions. I've got uh, Georgia winning by seven. Yourself? 
I think I put in my blog Georgia by three or four. I think it might have been four. Uh, it has like 14-10 vibes or some 17-13. So, yeah. Lovely. Georgia by four, but Georgia to win it. Georgia to win it. Okay, so we I both got Georgia to win it here. Uh, varying uh, points uh, differentials. So, uh, yeah. But close still. We're very keeping close. close. We're keeping it very close. Um, and uh, Dan Nichols uh, thinks Alabama will win, but as a massive Georgia fan, he hopes that they can turn around the disappointment that was the SEC championship. Oh, so. Well, we are hoping that for our uh, our good mate uh, Dan Nichols. Um, yeah. Hopefully he needs he can... some joy in his life. He's a long-suffering Sharks fan, as we know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he does need a little bit of joy in his life. Yeah. And, uh... He's a Patriots fan, so, you know, we won Super Bowls a lot. So. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, so that'll be it for uh, this week. Uh, hopefully next week I'll be back with a wrap-up of the National Championship game. Um, maybe if uh, Jamie's uh, around... Might get, yeah, should be free. Might get you on or um, something along those lines. Um, just a quick shout-out to our other shows on the uh, Fan Babble Sports Network there. So just the Jamie B show, which basically has anything on his actual mind. Um, so a lot it. of shit-talking. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, as, oh, yeah. as per a lot of our shows, but uh, there is some yeah. fact in it. Um, Circle in the Rectangle show, which is all things um, soccer, NRL, that sort of thing. Chat from the back, Just which is football, yeah. all things sports. Everything. So Benny and uh, Scotty will generally cover things like netball and all the weird lawn and bowls wonderful. Is feature. Yeah, lawn, lawn bowls. Scotty's yes. a big lawn bowls guy, so he'll be featuring yep. that a lot. So, um, but yeah, any sport they talk about everything, absolutely In-depth stuff. But yeah, any sport chaffing about. Um, we've also got our mate Dean Nichols podcast, Fins Up podcast. It's uh, all things Cronulla Sharks related. Yeah, um, if you're not a Sharks fan, you'll still enjoy it because it's basically them bitching about the Sharks. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so. which which is. What we all do is group together Pretty much anyway. Every game, yeah. <laughs> Might be different this year. They could be good this year, but still, uh, yeah. Proof, it's still fun to see them. Proof yet to be in pudding. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, um, just also, don't forget to buy your uh, Fan Babble Sports and Star Spangled Sportscast merch from fanbabblesports.com. Um, go to the, go to the uh, fanbabblesports.com, click on the. Uh, the store link there and yeah. you'll be able to buy all your merchandise there it does help us um keep the podcasts going and yep. um us bringing you uh either absolute shit talk or um some truth to the matter um yeah, some factual analysis anal- anal- analysis <laughs> God, i hate that word <laughs> so um again that's all we have for this week um, stay safe wherever you're in the world you are and the, um, hope to see you next week with our championship wrap up enjoy the game go Georgia go dogs please <laughs>